With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Means it's time for Jeff Schwartz and Jason Martin and for Clay Travis. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We're with you for the next three hours. Some of you probably getting up. A lot of you not going to work. Maybe you're planning on last second shopping or you're already in the travel mode. There are a lot of things happening in your life. We appreciate you making this show one of them, not just today, but all year long. We'll be here today. We'll be here the day after Christmas. We'll be here New Year's Day. This is the usual role that we play, Jeff, as it comes to this. Jeff Schwartz down in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm Jason Martin. Clay will be, of course, back a little bit later on this week at the end, tail end of it. But we saw a football game last night. We're going to talk about said football game. We're going to talk about the playoff scenarios. We're going to talk about what to expect. We're going to talk about beast mode oh, back yeah. again, just making that Sunday night football game that much more intriguing before we even get to it. Not that it even needed it, but man, even if he's not good, it doesn't even matter. It's still going to be fun to watch, but I think we have to start here, Jeff. Kirk Cousins... It just becomes sort of a refrain every time he plays in primetime, especially on Monday Night Football where he's 0-9. In games that start before 4.30 Eastern time, he's 37-18-2. In games that start after 4.30 Eastern time, he's 9-24. And, <laughs> and that is those two things are not generally they're – not, it's not just random that that happens. And it's not even necessarily because of the pressure – there are better matchups, and I saw you tweet this, and I've thought about this the entire time. It's like when you're in prime time, a lot of times they've flexed you there or they've put you there. They've gotten matchups, better matchups, 
So you're playing against better competition most of the time in those scenarios. Not always, but a lot of those times. So this just means what I've said about Kirk Cousins for a long time. Dude has talent, but you don't want this dude quarterbacking your team in a time of pressure. And yes, Booger McFarland made a real point to talk about the offensive line of the Vikings last night and how putrid they were and how Zadarius Smith in particular just had his way with him, but that the Green Bay was just all over Cousins all night long and that he didn't have a chance. And that can be true, but it can also be true that Kirk Cousins is just not meant, not made for scenarios like this, which means, unfortunately, Vikings fans, he's not going to be your answer if you want to go deep. Doesn't mean he could not win, but to me, Jeff, he's in James Harden territory where I would have to see him actually do it before I would believe that he could do it. He's the reverse of the Patriots, where everybody wants to bury the Patriots. I refuse to do that because I've seen them do it so much that they have to prove to me that they can't do it before I'll think that they're done. It's the reverse for a Kirk Cousins where I've seen this movie before, I've seen it 33 times, and he's only won 27% of those games. Eventually, the evidence stacks up, correct? It does. And look, I'm tired of the excuses for him. I'm tired of, of the stats being pointed out that he's, he does this and that. He's good at play action pass. He's got a good EPA. You know, he's got good quarterback rating, blah, 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 blah. He's, he's, you know, the good at 1 p.m. Eastern football games. I'm tired of because his job is to win the game last night. That's why he is paid. You have a Packers team coming to town who's not as good as I think as their record. Okay, I think they're one of the weakest twelve and three teams I've seen in a long time. Right, their point yes, differential agreed. is not very good. They're not very good on defense, even offensively. They're they're just like a little bit above average. I mean, we 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 saw last night. They won actually by running the football. They didn't win because they, of they had Rogers done that all year, night. though, right, Jeff? I mean, they've right. done that all year. Rogers is not. We, we'll have another discussion about Aaron Rodgers, he, but the best Aaron on that team this entire season yeah. has been Jones, not Rodgers. I mean, in, in the, the easiest way, to just talk about Aaron Rodgers just very quickly is that you know we expect greatness from him. He's just not been great this year, plain and simple. Okay, so but back to Cousins. I'm tired of these uses. The offensive line, the play calling, the run game. He does not win these games. And to your point, Jason, we've had enough evidence now to where it's a thing, okay? Quarterback wins in general are not a thing, okay? They're, they're not. But over the long run, we have all these these games to talk about, all the results to discuss. It becomes a thing, folks. And there's no, you cannot rely on him anymore. It's done, all right? They're at home last night to win the division, possibly, to get a much better seed, and the offense sucked all right before before garbage time before you know the very end of the game with about five minutes after after jones ran the long touchdown and to make it 23 10 cousins was 11 of 22 for 92 yards the offense had five freaking first downs and there were three for 12 on third down i'm i don't want to hear about the offensive line i don't want to hear about the play calling i don't want to hear about the run game if he was a quarterback that could take a game over, he would have done it last night. And he's proven over and over again that in important games, in primetime games against better opponents, when you know you're on national television, it's not just the actual game, Jason. It's the whole week of preparation, right? You know that you have a game that everyone's going to watch. You know that you're going to have a heightened sense of kind of uh, excitement for the week. 
You're going to prepare just a tad, maybe differently that week. You know, the media is going to be in your in your locker. You have more people to talk to in your locker room. I mean, national TV games. For, for those who don't know, like you just uh, you have open locker room every day. You're there, so like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and and reporters just walk in there as you're changing and getting ready, and and, and you talk. Let's say Minnesota has they probably have. 10 to 15 normal beat writers there a day, right? You have the the, you have the Star Tribune, you have your athletic reporter, you have your radio guys, you might have a national guy there that week. When it's a national TV game, you have 10 more people in the locker room, 20 more people in the locker room, right? It's a bigger deal. And the players know that. And so you prepare differently all week for that. And you're, you know your your friends and family are watching the game. Everyone's watching, right? Your, your, your boys back home get to watch. And Cousins does not play well in the situation. All right? I'm tired of hearing about the stats. I don't care anymore. Last night was the night where this had to be broken. It's not. And now they're going to go to New Orleans in wildcard round and get smoked. And we're going to have the same conversation again next year about the offensive line and the play calling. And Well, Stefanski, their play caller, it's going to be hired probably next year from someone. He knows what to do. So I, I'm, just, I'm, ty- I'm just tired of it, Jason. I saw this tweeted out last night. And I retweeted it as well. The Vikings had seven first downs in a 60-minute football game last night and averaged 2.62 yards per play. It was the worst offensive performance of, of a team outside of the New York Jets this season. Which is amazing that that's the qualifier. Like, that's and, and that's I, bad news if you're a Jets fan, the, too. I guarantee that was the Jets when they had a third-string quarterback against the Patriots, right? But it, wasn't even, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like it was like a... Um, a uh, uh, whatever, like a you know the yeah what Sam right, Darnold against, game. against New England, yes. and so I dude, I'm just I'm over it, man. I, I I think that you know I think that advanced stats and the way we look at the game is is awesome. I use them all the time. I get the purpose of them about you know the you know expected points added and all these other things you can talk about right and the um, you know the way people grade you know PFF and football outsiders I, I love it I, I look at it I use it I get it all um, but at some point you have to throw those kind of out and discuss what you see in the field and the results that happen and I'm I'm just over it man I'm, I'm completely I wrote yesterday before the game I did my conference rankings for the Super Bowl for both conferences. I put the Vikings third. I'll tell you why, because they're they're pretty good this season. <laughs> they, you know, they're like seventh on offense, eighth or seventh on offense, sixth on defense. Like they they've been a balanced team, but again, they're not winning the games that matter the most. And guys, I know every game matters in the standings, but some matter more than others. Last night mattered more. All right, at the end of the season, national television, you're playing your your hated rivals for for the division, possibly. Okay, and um. You know, the Vikings could have been anywhere from seed two all the way to six, and they're going to be six now. Uh, and the Packers, by the way, and I know we're talking about them, they might get the they might get the one seed. I, did, I can't imagine a, a team that has it's been a weaker one seed. That's uh, I, I, whatever. But Well, I mean, I've um, looked at the same thing with Seattle. And, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Seattle a lot during the course of this program, but I've looked at Seattle and thought, man, their well, record in close the one, games. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying when they were last week. We were talking about them being ten and one in games decided by a touchdown or less. Yeah, but I'd never seen a team that I thought was less great. But they had Russell Wilson, so that was always going to keep them into things. But when yeah. you look at the Packers last week, I guess it was Aaron Rodgers said 
I don't think that the rest of the NFC, the rest of the conference respects us. And the answer is they probably don't and they shouldn't because Green Bay by no means looks dominant. And then you look up and they've only lost three games out of 15. You know, they've done enough, which is I know it sounds weird to say, but, you know, they've done enough to win these games. Uh, They've played very complimentary ball, right? So, like, if their offense is just okay, then, you know, their defense plays really well that game. Their defense is not that great. Their offense picks up. And, and that is actually a sign of a, a really good team. Um, but, you know, I think we focus so much on Rodgers. And he's just been um, – he hasn't been what we expect him to always be. Um, and that's part of, I think, the issue. But I'll tell you what. People crush the hire from Matt LaFleur. And I think yeah, he's I was a good one job. He um, has. And, he's, and, and I think that – and this is the thing about co- being a head coach is that – it's such a different do- job for being coordinator, you know, because we never know. Like Matt Lafleur last year was, was with Vrabel in Tennessee. He had Marcus Mariota, which is I don't think mm-hmm. his ideal quarterback for what he actually wanted to run for, you know, for the offense. And so you don't know how much Vrabel put kind of the constraints on on Lafleur, right? And then he gets to do his own team, and you see kind of the offense he wants to run because this offense is not what they ran last year in Tennessee. So. Um, I think that that is is always tough to tell with a coach. It's what they're going to be as a head coach when they get the opportunity. Because, look, they have to make in-game. Like Mike Zimmer, for example, is, I think, a great defensive coach. He's a terrible in-game coach. We saw him mm-hmm. last night multiple times. I just think that you don't really know sometimes until they get the opportunity. So Matt LaFleur did – and this is why I never really – I never buy into, like, you know, grading coaches based off hires and the weird stuff like that. Um He's done a good job. He's done a good job. Um, he worked. He's worked with Rodgers. It's made. It's made it work. Um, they worked through injuries on offense, and here they are. Look, they as much as we think they might be, um, you know, a, a bad one seed. They, Jason, they might be the one seed. Doesn't matter how they got there. Uh, the the playoffs. If the Niners lose uh, Sunday night against the Seahawks, and the Packers beat the Lions, the Packers are the one seed. It's that simple. Um, pretty remarkable. It is, and we'll find out, I guess, in a few days, and we're going to discuss that Sunday night game and all the games that are coming up and just a wild finish to the NFL season. Kirk Cousins last night, 16-31 for a gaudy 122, sacked five times, a 16.9 QBR and a 58 passer rating. It just, this, this stat line, when you look at it, and then you look at who did it. I said this at the time, Jeff, and you you tell me if I was off. I'm not saying that Case Keenum is as good as Kirk Cousins. I am saying that paying Kirk Cousins what they paid him in Minnesota to bring him there didn't seem like it was going to be that much of an upgrade because of the system. I'm not saying – just like Foles going to Jacksonville. I think Foles was in a great spot yeah. in Philadelphia that he wasn't going to be in somewhere else. It's not. I didn't think Case Keenum was going to my Denver Broncos, for example – I didn't like that. But where he was in Minnesota, we forget how close he got them to the Super Bowl that season. And then they paid Kirk Cousins, what, $84 million? I don't think that that investment has paid off at this point. Well, you know, what happens when you whiff on quarterbacks in the draft and you go all the way back to like Christian Ponder with the Vikings, who I played with in Minnesota, um, you know, when you whiff on a quarterback, you set your franchise back many years. And then you have to make decisions like they did with Cousins, where you have a guy who puts up the numbers, who um, is a quality player, 
and you think, okay, look, if we bring him in our system, we get him the pieces that he needs, he has a chance to lead us to the promised land, and we just need someone to do it. Now, the price tag was not, you know, the guaranteed money, I get it, was was pretty cool. We, we share the same agent, so uh, Mike McCartney, he did a great job of, of negotiating this deal. I mean, look, $28 million a year is not that bad for Cousins, um, but, you know, the $84 million, it's interesting. Jason, do you know the salary of a single other player in the NFL? Like off the top, of you your mean head. other than Kirk Cousins? Yeah, under Cousins. I can tell you like average quarterback salaries like per year because I've had to talk about that as of late as it related <laughs> to Ryan Tannehill's potential deal in Tennessee and things of that nature. But yeah, no, not really. But you know it's, that eighty-four million dollar Kirk Cousins deal yeah, right off the top of your it's, head. It's incredible how we just how you have that memorized. Um, and and so you, you you have to overpay for guys when you whiff on the on it happens we see it all the time in football where you whiff on on a first round quarterback it sets your franchise back and there's a couple teams right now uh, the Bears and maybe the Bills I think you have to decide what they're going to do at quarterback you know Jameis Winston I mean it's good, Tampa's a great example right Jameis Winston um, is electric maybe not in the right ways. And I argue they, they need to sign him back because they don't have a choice. If you let Jameis Winston go, what do you do if you're Tampa? You're not good. You're, you're not bad enough to get one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft. And after that, it's really a crapshoot. Even I think the top three guys are still, um, you know, there's no there's no guarantee home run. There's no Andrew Luck in this draft. And then what do you do if you're Tampa? Do you sign Teddy Bridgewater? Do you go get Ryan Tannehill? I don't think he'll be this great next year somewhere else. You're kind of stuck. If you So you miss on that guy, you kind of are in no man's land. So I get why the Vikings paid him. I didn't really think that was a big deal. but And I kind of was hopeful that Cousins would be different in a different organization. And um, he's really not. He's the same guy. Uh, he's, again, the stats show he's playing well this year. You know, the Vikings were in a position to win the division. I get it. He's played well, but... Again, he came up very short last night, and eventually continuing to lose in this situation falls on the leader of your team, and that leader's a quarterback. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we saw ProSize and Carson season ended, and you've got Allen out, and it looks so bad for the Seahawks, and they've got this huge Sunday night football game coming up against the 49ers, which is just going to be such a treat to end the regular season for Sunday night football, and it's going to determine so much in the NFC as well. We discussed the Packers beating the Vikings last night. Could be a one seed if the 49ers lose. And then here comes this news, and I believe Schefter's the one that had it first. Beast Mode officially is back in Seattle. Marshawn Lynch and the Seahawks have an agreement, and Seattle has a new running back to line up against San Francisco during Sunday night's NFC West deciding showdown. They also inked Robert Turbin to a deal. But could this be more fun, Jeff? I don't know what Marshawn Lynch is going to do, 
But just the fact of seeing him back in a Seattle yeah. uniform in a game that matters out of nowhere, the intrigue factor is on a scale of 1 to 10, it's at like a 25 for me in this game. So this is a great signing for football, okay, and for the Seahawks fans. It's probably not a great signing for actual production on the football field. Um, <laughs> but but it goes, you know, he played a little bit last season, but it's been almost two full years since he's been on the two full football season since he's played in a meaningful game. So what you're going to get from him, anything you get from him as, as a running back is going to be gravy. He's not a football shape. It hasn't been hidden forever. Hasn't read defense for in forever. I, I, it's not just like training where you take the training wheels off and you always know how to ride a bike. I mean, there's a little bit of of kind of getting back in the rhythm. Like I haven't been on a bike in a while, and I'm sure if I were back on a bike, I'd figure it out in a second. And and it's not as simple as that when you are in the National Football League. And um, but the reason why this is awesome is because it, it does a couple of things. One is that it tells the Seahawks players that we're going to do everything we can to win, right? We're going to find every last player we can, and we're going to keep doing it, and we're going to keep doing it. And that's important, I think, for the psyche of the players who narrowed down their left tackle, down two running backs, who lost a really bad game against the Cardinals. Um, and it, it gives them – it gives them – it shows them that basically you're you're all in, right? Which, which the players know anyways, but just another sign of that. And two, this is going to fire up that fan base when they're pretty much, if you didn't sign Marshawn Lynch, they're pretty much resigned to the fact, I think, that, that the Niners were going to come in and whoop their butts on Sunday night because of the injuries. Now, that still might happen, but now yeah. you have Marshawn Lynch, and the fans are going to go wild when Marshawn Lynch enters the field. I mean, he's the favorite Seahawk of anyone of our age group, Jason. And that's the majority of people, I think, that, you know, probably have tickets, right? It's kind of in the middle in, in our age group ish, um, and th- dude, they're going to be so fired up for this. So it's not really a signing that I think will produce a lot of yards, but it'll produce a lot of excitement. And the other thing that you're getting out of this, and I started seeing this last night, we're getting the run back of the. Marshawn Lynch highlight packages of like his days back in Seattle. I saw a top 10 that NFL put out, the official NFL Twitter put out last night. And you forget just how must-see Marshawn Lynch could be at his best. Now, this won't be Marshawn Lynch at his best, to be sure, but we're going to see some of those highlights on Sunday night. We're going to see it on the shows all week long. It's just going to be fun. And I think that sometimes... The NFL can be accused of not being particularly fun. That's why they have that no fun league moniker. This is the opposite of that. This is just pure fun, and there is an intrigue here. If he were to go out there and be successful in any respect, it would be such an amazing story. But do you? that was an interesting point you just made about him being the most beloved Seahawk to people of our age group or of this generation. So you think that Lynch is more beloved than, than Wilson is? For Seahawks fans, yes. Hmm. I think maybe not more beloved, but a, a, a more of a fan favorite. Okay. Oh, like I mean, I, I mean, there, there are plenty of Seahawks fans. It's weird. Twitter is full of like Seahawk fans, like the like the cover that that I like to follow in the NFL. Um, Mina Kimes and Danny. Yeah, Kelly Mina's and, big. Danny and Kelly. Like, yeah, and like there's just a bunch of Seahawk fan. It, it feels like, and they all have said that Marshawn is their favorite Seahawk. Or maybe they're most enjoyable to cover or watch or root for. 
I I'm, I just want to see this. I want to see what this looks like. But all right, so here we go. Last night you tweeted out your article from 2018. I was, I was hoping you'd get into this next. Okay. Oh yes, good. this is this was the next place we were headed. I went and actually read the article after you posted. It. I I might have read it when it happened, but I wanted to kind of refresh my memory on it. About how right when you think was? of Marshawn Lynch, you think of two things. Well, you think of three things. For me, I think about the quote, and maybe we can get this audio of him running through somebody's face. That that audio, and I I just sanitized it because this is terrestrial radio. But maybe we can get that. I, sometimes I think of Skittles as well. But you think about the run against the Saints, and you think about him not getting the football on the goal line in the Super Bowl that turned out to be the Malcolm Butler interception where the Patriots beat the Seahawks. And that continues to be a refrain about when you get Marshawn the football and they still dog Carroll and they still dog all of the people with the Seahawks brain trust that made that decision in the moment. And Jeff, you went against the grain and you wrote that article basically saying, no, they got it right to pass the ball. And I saw you very quickly last night as you were battling people that were calling you wrong, retweet Kurt Warner who said you were dead right. Oh, I know. That was that was a pleasant surprise. I was like, stunned I was, by that. I was like, "Whoa, so was, Warner!" So was I. I was like, "Oh, what? okay." Sounds good. thank you, buddy. <laughs> I, I was shocked. Um, and by the way, I know Warner. You know, people were kind of talking about him because he was you know, defending a pick play earlier. Warner is a fantastic analyst. If you listen to oh, him, he's the I, best. I catch I most him. of him on the radio with Kevin Harlan on Monday Night Football. Um, is most time I, I listen to him. Like if I'm driving, typically when I'm in Los Angeles. Um, and I'm leaving my radio gig on Monday nights. I, I listen to them call the game the, the end of the second quarter, typically. Um, he's fantastic. So here's the deal with that play. All right. There's many things, and we'll go back in time and talk about it. Um, this play showed the genius of the Patriots, and I'll, and I'll explain why. First of all, we know that Bill Belichick likes to watch the sidelines. And guys, get your filming jokes out of the way in your head now. Okay. Just I was about to drop one, so we're appreciate not, that. We're, we're, not, we're not going there. But we know that he likes to watch coaches on the sidelines to see body language, see how they're going to react to certain moments. And he noticed that Pete Carroll was kind of freaking out in that moment. If you go back and watch, um, you know, he was looking around, didn't really know what to do. So Belichick did not call timeout, all right? And people assumed, you know, assumed he was going to call timeout. But what they really did is they ran on a defense that they don't really run. So the Seahawks are in what we call 11 personnel, okay? which is one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers. They're in a, a mm-hmm. passing formation, but also what the formation allows you to do, the personnel grouping, is typically you run the ball against less defenders in the box, less defenders to block, all right? Because you typically have a defense that's spread out to, uh, uh, to, so to, you know, to, to guard all three of the wide receivers and possibly a fourth as a tight end, okay? So it's a good formation to run out of. The Patriots countered that by running – a goal line front, so they put a bunch of big guys at the line of scrimmage. And typically when you run a goal line defense, you have one corner in the game because typically the other team you know that you're playing against, if they're in goal line as well, personnel, they have one wide receiver or just even no wide receivers. But what the Patriots did is they put in three cornerbacks and the goal line front. So they're handling the run, then also they're handling the pass if necessary. So they were in a great defensive structure. If you go to my Twitter, at Jeff Schwartz, the article's linked. There's a photo as well. There was nowhere to run the football. All right, they had eight defenders on the line of scrimmage, with seven in the linebacker, eight guys in the box, six blockers. Any way you look at it, any try, people were like, well, you can run the ball here and there. The leverage of the Patriots defenders was, was 
was no matter where the run was at, every gap was covered, and they were going to be unblocked guys to tackle Marshawn Lynch. And I believe the Seahawks had no timeouts, right? So if they get tackled in bounds, they have to rush up, spike the ball, and then they have one play left. So throwing the ball was not the problem. It was, in my opinion, the play call that was the issue. They ran a play, a pick play, that was popular in that time. And and the Patriots just knew it was coming. And I know this bothers people when I say this, but sometimes the defense just wins a rep. Malcolm Butler, through his preparation, won the rep. And it's okay to say that. So the argument is always the same. But it's beast mode. He couldn't get a yard? But when you look at the photo that you put up, I at least I don't know that I fully agree. He also was very bad in, the, in that year on like third or fourth and one. I guess Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I'm assuming he was. Yeah, right. The Seahawks in that situation because six Lynch against eight is probably not going to work guy. out great. What? Six against eight is probably not going to work out to your favor. When I saw that photo, the one that you put out, you've got you know yeah. three guys in man coverage. And then you've got that front. And then you ask the question, where are you expecting them to run? And then I saw people like editing that photo and putting arrows showing where you could run. But that would just be that way if no one could move laterally. Correct. Like they'd it, see it, enough space and they were like, well, you can go right there. And, like, and well, they look once at the, the snap, either. there's going to be people moving. And, and my point, too, by the way, if you look at the arrows of the defenders, is I'm showing you the leverage they had. So, like, if you were to run the ball, you know, the running back was on the right, okay, on the offense's right. If you run a typical inside zone, so you hand the ball off and Marshawn's going left, the way the defense is set up is that the leverage of the defenders would force everything back to the unblocked guy who's on the line of scrimmage. Like, like they, they, they just kind of had every game. And that year, by the way, I looked it up, Football Outsiders, who we love. Um, that year, uh, Seattle was just not very good um, in those situations. They, they just they raked poorly in, in getting stuffed and pout and, and third down. So that, that they, just, they, weren't, they just weren't as good that year in those situations. And it, they really shouldn't dictate running or passing. Again, if you're telling me that you have that you have unblocked guys the line of scrimmage, or you can th- have man coverage one-on-one with Russell Wilson and the receivers they had, I would probably throw the ball. Um, and you know what I found so interesting about this conversation too, Jason, is you know now we obviously discuss football in terms of analytics, right? And people will tell you that running the football into a bad box count essentially, which means there's more defenders than there are blockers, is asinine, right? It's something that you should never, ever do. But here it's okay to do. Here it doesn't. Here, who cares? One yard doesn't matter. No, but guys, keep the same energy, right? If you think that they're running into bad box counts is stupid now, well, it was stupid then too. It didn't change. <laughs> We're going to talk about some overachievers and some underachievers in the NFL. Just looking at records, some coaches that might need new homes and some coaches that might be retained that shouldn't. But Iowa Sam's telling me that we at least have part. Like I said, if it's not bleeped, I know we can't play the money line. From Marshawn Lynch, but here is part. I think this might have been from 60 Minutes. I'm not positive about that, but here is, yeah, 60 Minutes of all places where Mike Wallace has interviewed the Ayatollah. He also is responsible for a show that interviewed Marshawn Lynch and Marshawn Lynch discussing the way Marshawn Lynch does business. Listen to this. That's when it just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and over and over and over and over and 
over and over and over and over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. They're just not going to want that. I love it, man. I love it. And we're seeing Derrick Henry kind of do that now. Like, Derrick Henry, Marshawn Lynch, those kind of backs that you need to give them 20, 20 carries, and then in that second half, nobody wants to tackle Marshawn Lynch over and 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 over. Uh, Running yeah. through somebody's face is a great line. People will tell you that body blows don't matter, man. I, I disagree, but um, it uh, those guys, you don't want to tackle them in the fourth quarter. Um, and, and we'll talk about the Titans at some point, I assume. They they scare the heck out of me if you're a Chiefs fan coming into Arrowhead with their ability to run the football. We that, will discuss that. That that worries me actually more than the Bravens or, or New England do, honestly, in the, in the playoffs. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com dot com slash sports tire rack dot com the way tire buying should be i don't know if it matters i don't know how it's going to feel some people a lot of you are going to be off work the whole week we will not be jeff schwartz jason martin in for clay travis my, my wife is not even off work all week she's off tomorrow that's it medical and my medical wife same way doesn't uh actually yes. she sees more patients this week than any other week because uh yep uh people Kids are, are out of school in my case people are off and um she has uh, everyone is trying to you know has met their deductible trying to get everything in before the start of the new that's, year. No, that's that's absolutely right. I was talking to a surgeon last week who said, "Yeah, this is our busiest time of the year because everybody's hit their deductible, so now it's now they're electing for the surgery." Yeah, they tried my, to get to that move or whatever. My my wife's a pediatrician; she's actually off for the rest of the week after today, which is nice. But um, it's been madness over the past like week, week and a half since school has let out. Everybody is coming through there. Yep. Just a, an absolute mess. Also a mess was the Vikings last night. Vikings lose on Monday night football in a huge game. Stop me if you've heard this before. Kirk Cousins playing in a huge game in prime time didn't get the job done. He's 0-9 on Monday night football. He's 27% for his career in games that start after 425 Eastern time. These are not good numbers. And it's not just coincidence that he's losing in prime time and that he's losing in these later afternoon windows, especially in the primetime scenarios, because in most cases you're playing against better competition. You're playing against teams that have above 500 records, at which he is also has a really putrid record. I don't know that it's official, but I saw 4-30 and 30 at one point, which ain't good, in case you were wondering. But if you noticed this, Jeff, last night, Booger McFarlane, he was setting the stage to defend Kirk Cousins all night long. Because he buried the offensive line basically on every play, and gave they credit to the, the Packers' defense. I know they, I know they were not good, but he clearly was 
he was setting up whatever he needed to to be able to tweet out what he did 28 minutes ago, which was Cousins didn't play well last night. With that being said, his record on Monday Night Football of 0-9 isn't totally his fault. Using win-loss record as a barometer of quarterback play isn't the smartest metric. Kirk, O-line, and defense need Cook. Without him, the way the entire team plays changes. Your thoughts? All right. So I understand the idea of not using quarterback wins um, to define a quarterback in early in their career, but we but it eventually becomes who you are, and this is who Cousins is. He does not play well. His team does not play well. Whatever you want to say, when it matters the most. And look, those are the games that matter. Those are the games that we remember. We don't remember when he beat the Lions at 1 p.m. in the middle of November. No one cares about that game. We care about the game last night at home against a Packers team that is not not terribly great. It was not like they were. They went out last night and kicked and and, and you know and, and kicked the, the butts of, of, of the. It was the game was ten to nine in the third quarter, um, and I, at some point I'm just I'm tired of these excuses for Cousins. All right, so everything has to be great for him to play well. Well, then he's not that great of a quarterback. Then 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 they shouldn't have paid him. I'm just look, Carson Wentz, by the way who's been up and down this year, but he's playing with, with walk-on wide receivers, okay? If he would have lost the Cowboys, that would have defined him. But Cousins loses and doesn't define him. I'm tired of the floating standard about quarterback wins. I get it's not it's not a great stat to use, but eventually, Jason, it becomes who you are. This is who Cousins is. He doesn't win big games. His team doesn't elevate in big games. It's his fault. It goes on him and coaching. But it goes on him, the quarterback, most important position in all sports. I was looking at Football Outsiders and going through the analytics here, and we have, and we talked about this in the first hour of the program, which if you miss any part of Outkick the Coverage, subscribe to the podcast. It's real easy to do. Just look up Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. You can get the full archive, never miss any of the hijinks that go on on a regular basis here, and subscribe to all the Fox Sports Radio shows as well. But Green Bay's not exactly like an elite-level defense. It's one of the reasons Very we nuts. talked about them not being that impressive compared to their record, it's not like you watch them and they blow you off the screen on both sides of the ball. Aaron Rodgers has been kind of average. The defense is 17th in DVOA. They're also 17th in weighted defense. So it's not like this is a team that Kirk Cousins should have had no luck against. Now that's also damning against the offensive line, and Zadarius Smith certainly was a terror last night. But Kirk Cousins threw for 122 yards in this game. He has Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Thielen had zero catches on four targets last night. Kirk Cousins also had a target to himself, which that's hilarious. Like Russell, like, like Russell Wilson has played behind a bad offensive line for years now, um, and and now all of a sudden, you know, and no one, you know, no one's like, oh, Russell Wilson's not. But he he elevates the entire team by his play. Tom Brady has not his offensive line has been up and down this year. He makes it work, and it's not been pretty. But he gets it done. I know they have a great defense and better coaching than, than we just we see the elite quarterbacks find ways to win games, however yes. possible. And Cousins does not do that. And if you want to blame everyone else, be my guest. I think you're wrong about it. Um, eventually, eleven wins in thirty six late window games. That's pathetic. And I'm tired of defending Cousins with this quarterback win stuff. Uh, it, this is who he is, folks. This is who he is. I don't I don't get the rush to defend him when a lot of other guys get crucified for the same thing on a week to week basis. 
I don't understand that. Like Booger replied to you again, he said he didn't win 11, going back to your 11 of 36 that you just mentioned in primetime or late afternoon or night. He said he didn't win 11, his team won 11. I'll give you that the quarterback is an important factor, but I've seen the quarterback play well so many times that his team loses in general. Yes, that does happen. There's no question about that. We talked about there were many years where Aaron Rodgers did play in an elite level and the Packers didn't get the job done. And that's when you start pointing to Mike McCarthy and you start pointing to the lack of a running game and a future defense and everything else under the world. Like Peyton Manning couldn't win a Super Bowl for a long time because they didn't have a defense. Just as another example, no running game for Dan Marino. I mean, there's all of these things, but your reply, I think, is dead right. People were ready to put Carson Wentz six feet under and bury him in dirt if they lost that game to Dallas on Sunday. But it seems like you are just rushing to find a way to defend Kirk Cousins, and I don't really understand it because what equity do you have in him anyway? Like, were you such, were you so bullish on him that you feel like you can't just admit, all right, maybe he's just sort of average at best, and he's not a guy that you want yeah. in charge of your football team in crunch time, which is about as damning as I can say about a player. If you don't want him in crunch time – that means you better go find another yeah. quarterback. Because if you don't want him in crunch time, that's why you play the game is for crunch time. You don't play it for, as you just suggested, the 1 p.m. shellacking of the Detroit Lions in a game nobody's going to watch anyway. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!